This is Kevin Pruitt with another episode of Rising Tide Startups. And my guest today is Bernadette Doyle, my favorite Belfastian. Thank you for joining us this morning, Bernadette, or this I'm, afternoon time. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much. So tell Rising Tide listeners a little bit about Bernadette Doyle. So um, Bernadette Doyle is a single mum of two boys. And I started my online business before I was expecting the first one. And because I already had like a trade in time for money business, so I was selling my time to corporates, I didn't really have to commit to my online business. But then when I found out I was expecting my first child, it was a real wake up call. And I was like, I really need to re-engineer my business fast because I'm no longer going to be able to travel and do overnight stays with a young baby. So that was where the push, that's where I got my big why to commit to my online business. And within three or four years, my business, that business had reached a million dollars in revenue. And I'm now passionate about teaching other people how to use this model, but really how to use the model in a way that it really works for your life. Because I know, as I'm sure you do, plenty of people who have successful online businesses, but they've really got a job, you know, they've just yeah, created a big, exactly. you know, uh, noose for themselves. And, and I'm really interested in like, how do you set your business up and keep re-engineering it and making the tweaks so that it's really working for you and your life, for your life. So go back a little bit. So you kind of touched on the general side of things more specifically, what, what was the area that you were in? Were you working in a specific industry and then you became a trainer in that industry and then it kind of, kind of morphed from there. So walk us through that path a little bit. So I started out on a, a graduate training track with Procter & Gamble, mm -hmm. and I moved from there into a telecoms company, and I was always interested in sales. I was always interested in new business. And while I was there, I got very interested in phone sales. Now, this is going back to the 90s, right? Sure, so yeah. phone sales was like the cutting edge then. Um, and I got really interested in that. And then I, for a variety of reasons, an opportunity came up and I thought now is the time for me to step out on my own. And I did it because I was 26, I had no dependents, I had no commitments, I didn't even have a mortgage. And my thinking was, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. If it doesn't work out, two years time, I can go and get a proper job. So uh, I got started and my goal was to sell training to businesses. And I, at the time, I'd learned a lot about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming that I'd been applying to my own sales career and it had made a massive difference. But I quickly found out that the market wasn't looking for NLP training. And when I started to talk about where people were stuck and where they thought that they had immediate problems, what they were saying is, we need to get our sales team on the phone and selling. We need to get our sales team generating appointments. And mm -hmm. my opportunist mind goes, well, I know how to do that. So I'll just focus on that. And it turned out to be a really great decision because within 18 months, I was known in the UK as the expert on cold calling. Mm -hmm. Not because I'd ever sat down and said, right, I, this is my vision. This is my dream. Sure. Yeah. It was really just spotting an opportunity and going, right, I, I know I can help people with that. And that's how I got started. So by the time my, uh, I found out I was expecting my uh, son, I, my business had grown and I was in demand at, at, at one point I was actually in too much demand I was like I need to find a way to leverage and that was when mm -hmm. I created my first information products my first information product was a set of audio cassettes so that'll give you an idea of how how far back they could <laughs> belong in a museum now the information's still everyone. good 
<laughs> That's right. Does it come with a pencil that you inserted to rewind it if it ever? <laughs> we should have done that. That could have been a bonus that we added with it. Um, but the, uh, the yeah, so I'd started to do information products, but I hadn't really figured out how to sell them online. And when I first was looking online, which was in the early noughties, uh, there wasn't ClickFunnels, there wasn't Samcart, there wasn't all of the tools that make it so yeah. easy. There wasn't Stripe, you know, all the tools that make it so easy to get up and running. Like you can be, you could be selling products online overnight now, uh, yeah. you know, if, if, if you just get connected with the right tools. And it, it wasn't as easy back then. But um, yeah, that's how I got started. So I love the way that you kind of framed that. I mean, because I, I think if you look under Wikipedia, under the word entrepreneur, I think the, the, the definition you gave was I saw an opportunity and I capitalized on it. I yeah. mean, what a, what a great story. So I, I didn't wake up one day passionate about, you know, cold calling on the telephone, but I, I knew that I could do that well. I knew the market was asking for that. And how do you kind of meet that need? And that's exactly what you did. And I, I'm really glad that you honed in on that because... I think that these days, a lot of people have been preached on like, oh, you've got to create something around your passion. And if you're passionate about it, then there will be an audience. And it, yeah, I think it is important to do things that you're passionate about. But you always have to remember that for any business, there has to be paying customers. And, exactly. and you've got to find like, well, what is it that people are looking for that they're willing to pay for right now? Right. Right. And I believe there is a way that you can do that without prostituting yourself. Like mm -hmm. for me, it was like, oh, okay. They're focused on cold calling. I want to talk about NLP, but it just so happens that loads of the NLP stuff I have is applicable to cold calling. So yeah. I just need to present it that way. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, I met someone recently and she was saying, oh, well, I'm just not inspired by my business. I thought I'd be really inspired. And I was like, I think you're looking at this wrong because you're, it's like you're looking at your business to meet your emotional needs and you really need to be thinking about what what do potential clients want and what they're willing to pay for wow could could camp on that just a sec i love what you just said you're looking at your business to meet your emotional needs i mean how often is that true i mean what a what an incredibly deep statement you just made that that i think people are are looking at their at their business almost like their emotional support animal you know um it's what a what a great line i mean that is so very true yeah and i think that applies even to the reason why people start businesses i mean mm -hmm. i've seen i've seen women start businesses to prove to their husbands that they uh, are worthy and that they're deserving mm -hmm. and that they have something important to offer and so if your business if your business is set up on that kind of compensation you're kind of doing the right thing but for the wrong reasons yeah and so in my experience sooner or later you're going to have to kind of face that <laughs> face that truth yeah and no evolve doubt. past it and it doesn't mean that you'll have to scrap your business but i think it, it gives you an opportunity to reorient and go what's the real reason i'm in business who am i here to serve mm -hmm. what do i want from this and how do i make sure that those things are balanced right so from the Yank side, we're going to jump on an elevator. From the UK side, we're, we're hopping in a lift. So we're going to go up about 10 floors. You've got about 30 seconds to give me your, your elevator pitch. If I were a potential client, what would you tell me? Do you know, I wouldn't. I don't believe in elevator pitches. I don't have one. And here's why. When you start with the elevator pitch, it's all about you. And yep. my whole thing with selling is to ask questions. 
So if you and I were going to be in an elevator or lift for, <laughs> for, for 10 floors, I would want to use that time to talk about you and go, hey, tell me about what you're up to. What are your biggest challenges? What are your goals? What are the things that you're uh, facing as you move towards those goals? Because from that, I'm either going to identify some things that I can help you with, but even if I can't help you, I could probably, you know, point you in the direction of resources. So, sorry, no elevator pitch from Bernadette. I think you just did. I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a trap. It's a trick question. Yeah, I think you just gave me the elevator pitch and I didn't even know I was pitched. Yeah, exactly. well, see, that, that's how good a salesman you are. <laughs> that's exactly right. So, so walk us through. So how long have you kind of been on your own, so to speak, kind of, kind of you know, run BernadetteDoyle.com? How long has that has that been going and kind of walk us through that, that uh, kind of trajectory? Yeah. So I started out my business that I started age 26 was my phone telecoms business. And then in the early 2000s, I started a business called client magnets. And so that business was all about teaching people how to get clients. But in 2007, I had a lot of people really looking they wanted to learn more than how to get clients. They wanted to learn how do I create information products and how do I package my expertise? Mm -hmm. And so that's really when I started teaching people online business. And so uh, in 2016, we created something called the Online Profits University. And um, Bernadette Doyle, basically, it's my personal website where I do promote the Online Profits University, but I wanted to keep it under my name because I know that I'm constantly growing and evolving. And I know that I've got more to offer than just teaching people online business. In fact, how that's evolving at the moment, so much of what I'm doing right now is really around mindset and, you know, getting clear on like how you're managing yourself as the person showing up in the business to really move forward or what, what you're doing that's basically keeping you stuck. Mm -hmm. So I probably do have another course that's bubbling right now, but um, yeah, it's, it's not at the point where I'm ready to kind of put it out market maybe maybe a micro course yeah uh, yeah if you want i'll do a micro course on mindset absolutely we're, we're gonna get a, a sneak preview here in just a minute folks yeah. about the course that's coming out later yeah. we'll, get the, we'll get the micro version of so is there when you were kind of going through your your growth phase or you know your initial startup phase or whatever was there somebody that you kind of looked to that really was an inspiration that was kind of a further down the path than you were that you you said hey I, you know, I, I want to emulate some of the things that they're doing that, that, uh, or, um, was it a combination thereof or what, what really inspired you in that outside of yourself? Yeah. I, in 1998, I came across a woman online and her name was Dottie Walters and Dottie at that point might've been in her sixties, even her seventies. And she had a book called speak and grow rich. And so she was teaching speakers primarily how to build businesses so that they didn't just make money from the speaking treadmill, but mm -hmm. they had products and other income streams. And I flew to California. It was the first time I'd visited the States and I flew to California and I spent a couple of days at her ranch with about 10 other people. And I mean, she just like downloaded for us. She had decades of experience around selling she was a really inspirational person that she'd, she'd started her business in the 40s and literally she was selling advertising door to door and she had kids in a stroller, 
you know, accompanying her. Wow, so yeah. she, she's re I'll get tearful speaking about her because she just made a difference to so many people. Mm -hmm. And I, and I know so many people now who've got successful businesses, but you know, at some point in their career, they were taught by Dot Dottie or touched by Dottie. She passed on over 10 years ago, but she, she left a massive legacy. So she didn't, she didn't just inspire me at the time. I, I remember that first session that I went to with her, I was so limited in my thinking about what was possible. And the one thing she kept saying to me was, you could charge for that, you know, you could charge for that. She was so <laughs> sweet in the way that she said it. But now I look back and I go, ah, what she was showing me, I was just really over delivering in my business. There was so mm -hmm. much I was doing that I was giving away for free. Yep. She was just pointing out to me, these, the, you could make these add-on extras. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to show me that I could make more money and profit in my existing business just by making those little tweaks. Yep. It's funny because I never realized this until I just right now talking to you. But that's actually what I now do with people. You know, often people come to me and they, they think, you know, they might want to double their business, let's say. And they think, oh, how I'm going to double my business is I'm going to double my clients or I'm going to double my leads. And it's never that. Like, there's always things we can do with the business that they've currently got to tweak, to make some adjustments that in many cases would double their profit. So thanks for that, because I hadn't, I hadn't made that connection. That, that all came from Dottie. <laughs> See, I mean, there's an adage that says, even a blind cow finds water sometimes. <laughs> 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 that unintentionally I stumbled you on that one. So, that, no, 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 I was talking about me. <laughs> that's right. I, yeah, you, you give me credit for something I unintentionally did. So, oh, that's great. So touch on that just for a second. So, so many times, I mean, they're in the kind of the entrepreneurial journey. When I talk to people, they, they can, they can touch on a, a segment, just like you talked about that, you know, somebody inspired them or they went, they hired a coach or, or whatever, but yeah. it was a massive investment at the time based yeah. on where they were financially. Yeah. Was that the case for you as well? Oh, I totally got that story. Um, I, I, after my first son was born, he was six months old. And the, the year when I found out I was pregnant, which was about, you know, let's say 15 months earlier, I um, had really gone for it in my business and I was well over six figures in my business, but it was purely through hustle. And then, um, as you know, because I know that you're a father, like once baby number one comes along, your whole life turns upside down yeah. <laughs> and you suddenly realize all sorts of limitations on time that weren't there previously. And so the impact of that in my business was I was living on savings. I, my business was really struggling to the point that I even asked myself, maybe I should just close this down. Maybe, you know, this just isn't going to work. And I got an invitation to work, to apply for a program with someone called Yannick Silva. And he'd been on my radar for a while because I knew he also had a young family Mm -hmm. And um, I ad appreciated and, you know, admired what he was doing in business. And I thought, he, I think he could really help me because he's selling information online, but he's a few steps ahead of me. And his program cost $13,000. And at the time, I was living on my savings and I had $3,000 of savings left, the mm. equivalent of $3,000. And I thought, well, I'm going to apply for his program because, you know, we'll, you know, I'll see if I can get in. And sure enough, I applied. A few days later, I get this email back saying, congratulations, you're in. And I went, woo! And then I went, oh my God. Now <laughs> no. I've got to pay for this program. And 
it was a pure leap of faith. And I, I'm, I'm so glad you asked me this because I have so many people who ask me about investing in their business and they say, oh, it's all right for you, Bernadette. You, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, understand. And I'm like, I've totally been there. Yep. And I'm so glad I didn't discuss that with people around me because I'm certain any well-meaning friend or relative would have attempted to talk me out of that decision. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason I didn't talk to anyone else is because I knew inside this was something I had to do. So I put down my, my 3000, that was all of my savings in the deposit. And now I still owed him the 10,000, but I was determined that I was going to get a return on this investment. This was the really interesting that happened. This all was around March time. And our first meeting was in May. So I didn't receive any coaching or any input from Yannick until May. But in April, I got this idea that uh, I needed to streamline my offerings to make way for what I knew I'd be creating with Yannick. And I would do a closeout sale. So I did a closeout sale and I did a bunch of emails and I did an offer to my list that week. And that closeout sale brought in the equivalent of $16,000. Wow which if you think about it, works out to be the cost of his program plus my travel expenses, et cetera, to participate that year because there were some trips to the US for me. Now, the thing that I find fascinating about that is that opportunity to do that closeout sale had been present all along. Like mm. I could have done that closeout sale in, in January or February, but I didn't see it until after I'd made that investment in myself. And the big mistake that people make when it comes to investing in programs is they think they're investing in the mentor and you're not. You're investing in yourself through the mentor. And the reason you can always get ROI on any investment, like even if the mentor doesn't show up, right? mm -hmm. you, this, that story is proof that I got the ROI because it was the shift that I made. It was yeah. perspective that meant I could suddenly see opportunities that I hadn't seen earlier. So the, the people get all caught up about what's the right mentor? Is this the right mentor? Is this the right time? And you really need to be asking yourself, is, when is going to be the right time for me to invest in me? Because if you, if you really take to that, yourself to that point of like, you have to see this return and you're committed, whatever it takes, that you're going to get return on investment, it's impossible not to. You've just basically then got to stay open to the intuitions, the opportunities that are already there. They're already mm. there. It's mm. just like the current version of you can't see them. So it's when you invest, you are then stepping into and affirming, this is like the future me. And then that's when suddenly you can see possibilities that you were blind to previously. That, <clears throat> that's going to be a kind of a weird segue here that you're going to you're thinking, does this really apply to what I just said? But so there's a scene from what I remember, because it's been many, many years since I've seen it. But one of the early Star Wars movies, there's a scene where Luke Skywalker is, is like trapped and he, he can't go backwards, but he, he can't go forwards because there's nothing there. There's no bridge or anything, but the bridge will not appear until he steps out. Yes. And faith, and I think, and that, and as you were describing that, I, I can picture he's, you know, him standing on the on this, you know, this dangerous precipice, and just saying, "Well, I have to step out," and and in faith. And as you were explaining that, I mean, it it really came to mind this idea of you almost generated your own your own uh, urgency, you know, you you committed to paying the, you know, the ten thousand dollars or thirteen thousand dollars, whatever the course was. So in essence, you, you thought, well, I have committed myself. Now I've got to respond. And, you know, you, it's like you're, 
your inner entrepreneurial, you know, psyche kicked in and you thought, well, you know, then, then doors opened up that, that you didn't have that urgency, you know, even 24 hours before, before you committed your, your credit card to the, to the course, or you committed your, you know, the, the, the thing that I'm going to pay for this. So yeah. I, mean, I, I really like that, that, because I think you're right. I mean, even if he wouldn't have shown up, the fact that you committed to doing that, you know, created that real urgency, you know, within you and, and you responded. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, to, to give him credit, I got so much out of his, uh, mentoring. I, I tripled my business that year. Um, and you know, I did get loads and loads of practical advice, but I wanted to share that story to show it that when you make an investment like that, when you invest in a mentor, it's not just what the mental provides that really makes the difference. I think at mm -hmm. least 80% of it is who you become in the process of investing in yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. I, that is such a great point. I mean, um, there are so many things that you could probably touch on in our, in our rising tide micro course area, but I'm going to have to ask you to kind of narrow it down to one as we kind of segue into that area, because I'm really anxious to hear what, what you've got to, you've got to say and, and how you can kind of, you know, teach our listeners and in, in, in your specific, in a much broader area of expertise, but, you know, really narrow down into one area. So could you kind of transition into that and, yeah. and just, you know, just step into that and I'm, I'm going to back up and stop talking into the microphone and let you, let you be the professor. Yeah. Here you go. So, well, it does tie into what we've just talked about. So I believe the fastest way to achieve anything in your life, rather than try to ask yourself, what do you need to do? The question to ask yourself is, who do I need to become in order to have these results in my life? And the fastest way to get any result is to start, is start acting like that person now. So um, that may mean as simple as one of the things I do is like I brush my teeth in the morning as my future self. <laughs> It means when I go to bed in, at night, I lie in bed and, and bed is a really good place to do it because it's dark and you're in bed, you're lying down. So you've got no kind of external distractions, but I lie in bed as my future self and it informs any decision I make. So one of the reasons that people stay stuck is because they're making decisions from their current starting point. Whereas if you start making decisions from your destination, from where you're aiming to end up, you, you make a different decision. So, you know, Bernadette with a six-month-old baby uh, with dwindling savings, there's no way that Bernadette would have invested 13000 in a mentor. But the Bernadette, who was a seven-figure businesswoman, would make that investment many times over. Of course she would make an investment that would triple her business. So it, 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 you start to be that person. And um, I do, there's a thing I do every single day. I write an email from my future self to me. So my future self sends, writes me an email, sometimes giving me advice. The email um, she wrote yesterday thanked me. <laughs> she said, thank you, Bernadette, for the decisions you're making that created this life. Thank you for um, putting up with short-term discomfort for long-term gain. And so like, I receive on a daily basis wisdom, guidance, appreciation from my future self. And that is available to every single person here, every single listener, because we all have that future version of us who's figured stuff out, who's got the wisdom, who's, you know, overcome the challenges, 
And like, that's a tremendous resource available to every single one of us. So you can be your own mentor. And actually that's what I think, you know, what that, that story I shared about investing with Yannick and suddenly the opportunity appeared. That's actually how that came about because I think what I did through that was I, I was tapping into my future self and able to get, receive that guidance. Wow. I, I love the way you, uh, you kind of framed that at the end, you know, be your own mentor. I, uh, as a little funny segue, as you were talking, you said, write your, write a, an email daily from your future self. I'm going to write one that says, boy, the aches and pains of 80 are worse than the aches and pains of 60. I can tell you. <laughs> but hey, that has to be your, your, your future, your future self might have figured out the inflammation that, <laughs> so, yeah, your future self be saying, thank you for taking up yoga. No doubt about it. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Don't get up quite so quickly next time. When I was doing my press ups and handstands this morning, I was thanking my 60 year old self for taking up yoga. (laughs) (laughs) And in 30 years, when you hit that 60 year old self, it's going to thank you. So yeah, that's exactly right. So well, Bernadette, thank you for, uh, for sharing that. That is, that is good stuff. And that will be, um, that, that micro course will be on YouTube as kind of a standalone. And I mean, just you know, we're, we're trying to kind of build a rising tide micro course library that you know people can just click on get a, a real quick bite but I mean so much value in a very short period of time so that's that's really the whole idea behind that and it's uh, I just really appreciate you taking the time to kind of add to that when your your particular area of expertise is is there anything that we haven't touched on that I mean I could ask you questions for days I mean you, everything you say kind of generates something else in my mind that I want to follow up on and I you know I've I'll keep you busy all weekend long if we don't kind of wrap this up in some way. But is there something that you want to add here at the end? And then just let us know where where the best place to find you online and and, uh, how listeners get in touch with you. My the only thing I think we haven't touched on that I would want to get across to everybody listening to this is no matter where you're at, no matter whether you're just starting out or whether you could be in a really you know challenging place or you might be further along on your business journey, but Whatever you are dreaming of, it's absolutely possible for you. I believe that those inklings, those whispers, those glimpses that we get of a bigger future, I wholeheartedly believe that is our future self sending back kind of Morse code, smoke signals, whatever you want to call it, back to us to go, come this way, come this way. And so it's so important to develop the trust and take action in those directions and just like you said with um luke skywalker that you know often the path doesn't appear until we take that first step that's all we ever need to do so i would say to everyone my final message to be is like what one step could you take today that would take you five minutes or less and it's just a step but it's a step which is affirming you saying yes to your future to your bigger and better future you saying yes to your future self you saying yes to your dreams just do that and it's so simple all you have to do is keep saying yes to the next step and it's inevitable. You're going to arrive at your destination. And the best place to get in touch with you is, is just your website, BernadetteDoyle.com. Come on over to BernadetteDoyle.com. And I've also got a Facebook group where I share a lot more content like this. And that's called Business Smarts with Heart. And I would love to see more of your listeners there also. All right. So make sure you can give me the link to that Facebook group as well. We'll make sure that gets in the show notes yeah. and, Bernadette, it has been a pleasure. I think you are my my first uh, Northern Ireland 
resident that that has come on rising tide so we get to add one more Hi. geographic location to the to the the global library of guests and uh, I just really appreciate you taking the time and, and you the, the cherished time during the weekend just to, to share your wisdom and, and I, I've loved the conversation love the engagement and and uh, really appreciate you coming on and just playing your part in helping all boats rise and rise in tide. Thank Bernadette, you. thanks again. Thank you.